And we're live. Welcome to the CoverPrice.com comic book shakers of the week presented by Lords of the Longbox. Happy Thursday to you all. Hope you guys are enjoying your fantastic evening. Uh, while you guys are congregating uh, or watching the Giants and Dodgers game, for all those who aren't Giants and Dodgers game, you know, we'll try to get it done relatively quickly. Come on, a baseball game lasts four hours long anyway, especially in the National League. So what are you going to do, right? So uh, while you're congregating, let's, let's, let's up this party up, man. I need to get some some energy going, man. Just let's say the it. word. Say, say the word. Say the word. That'll put a smile on a sad clown's face. Uh, I need to start me up today. What's up, live chat? Everybody in the live chat will hopefully highlighted you all. Welcome to the uh, cover price comic book shakers of the week. I got my man, Dark Side Jedi, with me. Say what's up. Yo, Thursday night. You know what time it is. It's time to shake, shake, shake it up. I am ready. I love this list. It's my favorite of the week. Yeah, we got some interesting ones. JB, say what's good to the people. What's good, everybody? Thanks for joining us on Thursday night. 
Oh man, it's a good list. You're, you're. I don't think you're getting shut out tonight. I really don't Probably think not. you're getting shut out. Get one or you, two. There's gonna be a one or two on this one list. Thanks for, thanks for but there's also some tonight. that are like what? I have I, yeah, that, two the end Whoa. that I'm sure of. But uh, crazy. <clears throat> once again, boys and girls, this is the cover price top. Uh, comic book shakers of the week. This list comes from our friends at Cover Price, focusing on new sales or most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day, so make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on the market. Um, basically, it's books, single sales of books that jump out at us. You know, it's not maybe it could be <clears throat> the usual suspects, or sometimes it's just a, a nice little odd book that we'd like to go on here because we'd like to throw you guys a curveball. But I would say there's a good chance you get at least one or two of ten out of this one there's one that's really everybody should have but anyway this show is sponsored by our friends over at coverprice.com go to coverprice.com sign up for a two-week free trial or for the low price of mcrib on november for 6.99 a month you can get a full-blown membership to get the top 10 price guides collections and trends the movies the movers and the shakers uh, and then make sure you stay after the shakers list as we go over on the cover price website and see what is shaking today the show is sponsored also by our friends over at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com, use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. They pretty much sold out on all of their NYCC exclusives, so hopefully you're able to get a hold of some um, tomorrow at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 Eastern. Uh Wolverine number one drops. That's this a is a Mike Mayhew right homage, obviously, mm. to the, I think, what, Hulk 340 or whatever. Uh, but this is going to be yeah. dropping tomorrow by Mike Mayhew. So make sure you check it out at KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLB. Get 15% off. I think this is going to be a hot one. People love to homage this cover. So make sure you peep it out tomorrow. Remember, it's no longer noon Eastern and 9 Pacific. They change it to uh, 5 p.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Pacific. So people on the West Coast weren't sleeping in like I do past 9 a.m. Even <laughs> saying, hey, man, what happened? Anyway, let's get right to it. These are the shakers list that we got from our friends over at Cover Price that Matt DeVoe picked out to just mess with you guys. So but there's a couple of easy ones on here. So the, I think the first one you got a good chance to get on the board. What is it? Well, here we go. Annihilation Quest number six from back in 2008. In the recent news of actor Will Poulter. Uh, confirmed to play Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has set the market on fire around Warlock's key issues. And boy, does he have a bunch of key books. Many of them have been hot for years now as rumors circulated. However, his appearance and role in the formation of the new Guardians of the Galaxy team, <clears throat> the modern team we know of in the MCU, Gamora, Rocket, Drax, Groot, Star-Lord, uh, in this issue seems to be the most topical and story relevant key over War Warlock's complicated past. It's also been way undervalued when you look at how influential the key this particular issue is to the MCU as a whole. Case in point, Groot sacrifices himself by wrapping himself around and thereby saving his friends in the battle with Ultron and is then replanted by Rocket at the end of the issue. Post-Ultron battle, Quasar and Warlock also mentioned joining the unofficial team to hear out Star-Lord's big idea. The story picks right up in Guardians of the Galaxy number one, where they're officially given the Guardian's name at the end of the issue. This week, a 9-8 for Annihilation Conquest number six 
hit an all new high sale of 500 bucks thanks to this announcement that is interesting i, I do yeah. believe this is the team that has the is that i think that's bug on the cover right behind rocket raccoon bug obviously uh famously from the micronauts one of the all probably the only micronaut that marvel has the rights to use um and uh if you this is ablet and this abnet and landing run uh they're they are co-writers uh, on this is absolutely incredible the whole uh annihilation run that they did the guardians did Del Otto do most of the covers for these books for these run this run um i don't know i know he did the ones that have there because there was a bunch of annihilation spinoffs and i have the ones with nova and those are some of the best covers ever by by the way that nova run i think is important in the annihilation storyline as well because that's when uh nova becomes uh nova prime or supernova whatever his name is basically he all the novas get killed spoiler alert and he gets the helmet and he basically melds himself with the world mind and he gets the power of the entire Nova Corps. I mean, that's he's basically cosmic level uh, level Nova at that point. And then and later on, they kind of changed all, all up. But it would be dope to see that level. I mean, when I re- I always tell people when I read when I read that version of um, Nova with with the world mind. And his, and it speaks to him in his helmet, and I always pictured it like Kit from Knight Rider talking mm. to him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. You know, because I think we all have a voice that we hear when we read certain books, especially or comics, especially if a character yes. is doing it. You know, so sometimes I I picture Kit from Knight Rider whenever I see <laughs> Nova and the World Mind. So that's just my own little freaky fetish. But don't pull it against me. Hello, Nova. What do you guys think of the casting of Will Poulter? He'll do I think it'll be fine. Yeah, he's gonna I be mean, covered up in makeup anyway. So look, I mean, you, know. you can't judge his characters from like uh, you know his, his dorky past, little. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's an actor, bro. Absolutely, yeah. I think he's gonna do Plus, fantastic. And I, I love has, the fact that they came out and confirmed it instead of playing the game of oh. He's, he's has great. He has great comedic chops, and James Gunn is a comedian. You know, he obviously infuses a lot of humor in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, go see that movie, uh, We Are the Millers. He's yeah, great. That's hilarious. what I was thinking. Fantastic. Remember when that. he sings the 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 waterfall song? <laughs> so <good. laughs> that shit yeah. me up, man. I have a feeling but, you know, we're gonna see a lot more of this kid, not just in this in this movie, but prior to what? this movie coming out, we're seeing his face is gonna pop up everywhere. Hey, you hire them young, so you have them for long-term contracts. It's like sports, right? You get a kid like you know Fernando Tatis Jr. sign up for a ten-year deal, and he's there. He, you got him for the rest of his you know young career, and that's no. what they've done in the past. You know, Chris Evans, if you think about it, and uh, Chris Hemsworth, them relatively unknowns, and they had them for a while until you know eventually they became big, huge superstars and started doing other things, but. Annihilation Conquest number six is the first one on the list, boys and girls, from two thousand and eight. Wow, five hundred bucks. Who would have thought? I mean, people know if you didn't know, been buying up Warlock books ever since you know the name was dropped at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy two. Come, you have nobody to blame but yourself, man. Because yeah. I have all those keys. Because there's a bunch of them. Him, Adam Warlock, Warlock, Carlos Warlock. Well, all there's of them, the man. there's the Thor. The three big ones is the Thor, the fan, well, the Fantastic Four, the Thor book, and the Marvel premiere book. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, 
but we need to go over those later in in, in the post show. And the, and the warlock, the warlock, the warlock solo. Oh, and the warlock number also. one, correct? Yeah, correct. the warlock solo series is good too. But uh, yeah, like uh, we had on our. Let's see, it's um, convoluted because I think the Fantastic Four was the cocoon, and then the Thor book was him, and then the Marvel premiere book is the first time he's called Adam Warlock. So it's mm. very, it's very convoluted. Yeah. yeah, people complain about it, but it's like it's so it's called a you know evolving a character to make yeah. them, but for comic collectors it drives them nuts because they don't know which one to get <laughs> right. get them so all if get you don't all. want fomo get them all that's what we say get all right nihilish all conquest right. number six from 2008 what do we got up next all right next up we've got can you believe this the a team number one originally published in 1984 from marvel comics now 80s nostalgia has officially crept outside the realm of our animated favorites to live action tv the A-Team was a massive hit in the 80s and a cultural icon. And this week's new high sale of $400 for a 9.8 tells you where the market is heading for 80s content-related books. Now, back in January of 2020, there was also a rumored new A-Team film in the works. Well, that was probably put back on the shelf thanks to COVID. And while the 9.8s may be a tough find, high-grade raws are relatively cheap at around 15 bucks for this book. We love it when a plan comes together. And I have one of these. Nice. Damn it, you stole I my line out. I was I just going to say that, one. too. Right? I was this just going to steal that line. I love it when a plan comes together. And, <laughs> you know, this is what I've been saying by reading the tea leaves, man. People have been buying nostalgia buys, nostalgia. you know, even if they weren't first originated in a comic book. Um, I was just, Principal Defects, I recorded a show for them last week right after our live show, and I did a couple of specs on there. Go to Principal Defects and check it out. I was tired. I picked the wrong first appearance of him, but it's more apparently that I picked the character. So it's, in, I picked uh, the first appearance of Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones 5 is coming. And uh, with the way people are buying now, I think anything, any comic book, any movie that had a comic book made about it, people will buy now. And my other pick was, well, go out, check out Principal Defects and see what I picked. Um, you know, all of them are based off of uh, movies that are coming that aren't that weren't originally comic books. But we found out now in 2021 and maybe even starting as far as 2020. Right. Both animated series, TV shows and films. Right. So just be on a lookout. Uh, Avatar Last Airbender is coming. Avatar the movie is coming. I mean, oh, you know, man. the Indiana Jones movie is coming. Hell, if you see, you know, a Bionic Man show coming, or a $6 million man show coming, or a Wonder Woman, or a Bionic Woman show coming, guess what? There are comics for that. So you people know, I'm are sorry. Just I got to just shout out Thomas Morrison for his comment of the night. Read Mr. T's Leaves. Touche, touche. Marvel, no prize to you. Very good, sir. Very good. Yeah. Uh, for those who have seen, um, I'm gonna get you sucker. He OG, he uh, he OG, he uh, OG'd, he overdosed on gold. Do you remember? <laughs> if you guys ever seen, I'm gonna get you sucker. Great yeah, movie, oh, man. so good. Yeah, way too much gold. I remember, I man. I, I probably couldn't get away with it now, but in in uh, fifth or sixth grade, I went to school uh, for Halloween when you could dress up as Mr. T. Like I had the faux mohawk uh, wear a thing and everything. I mean, I didn't do blackface, but I did full on Mr. T. You know, with the because uh, my for some reason my sister had like a fake mohawk because this is back in the days when punk rock was big and everything. I wasn't gonna shave my head. You know, my mom would kill me. But anyway, and um, wrong graphics too. By the way, sorry, I'm tired. It's been a long week, but it's uh, a team number one. 
Um, so go out. Well, there you know, you speaking of Mr. T, Mr. T was my code word when I was a kid. If an, another adult was going to pick me up from school because on the Mr. T cartoon, he always would have like ideas to keep you safe. And so our family decided to use the code word Mr. T. Uh, I remember that Mr. Ooh. T cartoon. It's almost like uh, the G.I. Joe cartoon ending with knowing it's half the battle, right? Yep. There would always be yep. like a PSA. They don't give a shit about the kids anymore. No, no. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. They leave them to their own designs. <laughs> anyway, so AT, number yeah, one. It tells you right in the cover, man. It's the first item. It's the first collector's item issue. I mean, that's just telling you you should go out and get it, you know? All right. What do we got up next? Well, last week, someone wow. in the Ooh. chat was talking about, I wonder when there's going to be an ElfQuest book on this list. Well, this week, we have Fantasy Quarterly featuring ElfQuest number one. This is from independent publisher Syndicate, way back in good old 1978. ElfQuest is a 43-year-old popular cult series and has been undervalued for decades. After creator couple Wendy and Richard Peeney were inducted into the Eisner Comic Hall of Fame in 2019, this first appearance saw significant market movement, including this week's new high sale of $1,100 for a CGC 9.8. This is a double jump from the last 9.8 high of $550 back in 2019. This property has had several attempts for content development, but has never re really materialized and in my opinion and a lot of others long overdue for a film or animated series yeah 1978 was when you got stuff like uh elf quest uh and then later i don't know if dungeons and dragons or came before or after that but elf quest was a huge thing with i won't say geeks but with nerds right i mean you know for, i mean this is damn near impossible to find uh if you are there, trying to look for it there's a difference between geeks and nerds Oh, yeah. There is a big so, difference. Yeah. There's, there's actually a like a difference. graph chart and shit. That, like, yeah. There's a graph chart. Oh man, I need yeah. to get I don't call graph, myself yeah. a comic. Yeah, I don't call myself a comic. So nerds That's pretty nerdy. Are, that's nerds pretty nerdy. That's socially awkward. Yeah. You should know this if you're a geek. I you should know this. this. You don't want to be called a nerd. A nerd is derogatory. Well, a nerd yeah. is just a, someone very smart. Uh, I'm not smart enough to be a nerd. So it's funny. Nerds are socially awkward, not outgoing, and they're very smart about very specific things as opposed to geekdom, right? Where it's like, hey, I, I did comic books, but I still like music and I still like this and that, where nerds are very uh, specific to a genre like Star Trek. They're a Star Trek nerd for life or, or okay. for everything or something in the computers. They're really into coding. They're a nerd, you know, like, uh, like you know. Um, Tom Gates or Bill Gates is a nerd, right? Um, uh, Zuckerberg is a nerd, right? They didn't have any friends in social. Man, most comic book people are comic book geeks, right? Because you kind of have to socialize with your fellow geeks. And that's the difference. And Google it. There's a chart that says difference between nerds and geeks. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah, we may so do there, a show. There is that. a difference. That's why when people, you know, people say nerd out for it, I said, no, I geek out for it. Because, you know, you can be a car geek, right? You can be, uh, you know, all kinds of things, but you know, have you ever, you know, it's very, it's, it's interesting when you see the graph and it, it kind of makes sense, right? Uh, first of all, you know, Revenge of Nerds, it kind of has the stereotypical nerd, the pocket protector, the, you know, the, you know what I'm saying? When have you seen a, a geek with a pocket protector for their stuff? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> Zuckerberg gotcha. still doesn't have friends. I think Zuckerberg's a robot. I don't know. It's, it's like <laughs> weird. So, uh, Google difference between geeks and nerds, and then you'll see, man. So uh, there you go. All right. So Fantasy Quarterly featuring ElfQuest, number one, 
from 1970. I didn't know it's been around since 1978. Yeah, That's amazing, man. All right. All right. Next up on the list. Next up on the list, we've got Invincible issue 110, originally published in 2014 from Image. Now, this controversial issue has been trending up for months now. And due to the said the sensitive subject matter, which I don't even know what that is, but I think there's a link to it on the website if you're very interested in hearing what that story is, or maybe someone can explain it to me. Now, as soon as Amazon's Invincible Season 1 ended, speculation quickly started abound when we would see Anissa. Am I saying that right? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. When we would see the character Anissa, who first appeared in Invincible number 44 from 2007. Now, that first appearance alone hit new highs this week of $75 raw and $275 for a CGC 9.8. However, many wonder if Anissa appears, or if Anissa appears, will the series go as dark as the events in Invincible 110? I need to know what happened in this issue. I'm freaking out now. Now, issue 110 hit a new high sale this week of $380 for a 9.8. What are the dark events that happened in this issue? Hmm. I'd play the video, but I don't want to get a copyright ding. But there's it's a, just, bad. Just, Is it that bad? Just, here, hold on, man. I will. Uh, let me. Um, let me uh, just Google it. All right. Uh, you'll I'll see. Go- no, I'll Google. Or just go on to YouTube, it, and then uh, there's like a thing, a video where they say invincible issue, uh, invincible issue one ten, and. The first series was pretty damn. That first season was pretty damn dark. So shocking, uh, you know, shocking. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I yeah. was not expecting. Yeah, I was. A lot. Oh, I knew. I it, knew how brutal it was. It's brutally violent. People think it's as fun. No, it's a very brutally violent comic book. I mean, not as crazy as the boys, but it still is pretty brutally. You know, it's pretty brutal. There you go. Um, mm. It's the rape issue. We got uh, it. So, got it. Okay. So there you go. Wow. So wow. There you go. So, yeah, we don't want to show that on here. So we're not going to show that. <laughs> but man, okay. All right, so That's Invincible biking. issue one ten from two thousand and fourteen. Wow, hitting three sixty, man. Uh, that Invincible number one book, man. That thing has gotten, um, you know. But you know, I hope the series continues to go on and on and on because it was a, uh, it was pretty damn great, man. Pretty damn great. But uh, the violence is, you know, you know, to do it. I think it lessens the blow when they make it animated as opposed to if they were do it live action. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, then people would be up at arms. But, you know, you should know it's Robert Kirkman. He doesn't do anything happy. Come on now. You killed off all your characters in Walking Dead. So what do you what do you expect? All right. What do we got up next? I wish I could sing the song Fraggle Rock. Number one. This is the new stand <laughs> uh, variant from 1985. And a full Fraggle Rock series reboot was ordered by Apple TV in 2020 and is expected to premiere in 2022. To hold fans over, Apple recently surprised them with three new specials in honor of Jim Henson's birthday. Due to both nostalgia and anticipation for a new Fraggle Rock series, their first comic appearance had a new high sale of $625 for a CGC 9.8. I mean, even Fraggle Rock Rock is getting some love. wow amazing down on fraggle rock down on fraggle rock that's all i remember is that i it's hey man all i gotta tell you i don't want to keep on repeating myself but read the tea leaves fraggle rock was not originally a comic book either was you know uh, some of these other properties i were seeing you know um you know yeah you know what maybe ewoks will be next if you see an ewok special right but, uh, um it's it's just the collecting trend it's it's hot right now um you know so you know for you know you know that's why digital is never ever going to take place of something that you can hold in your hand right just like uh 
What's the music. 85? This isn't a newsstand in its ratio. This is just the fact that it's a 9.8 and a kid's book that was probably on the newsstand getting fingered all day long. Yeah, 1985, jeez, it was 50-50. Yeah, so, so it's yeah. not the fact that it's a newsstand. It, or is it a fact that it's a newsstand and 9.8? Does that Probably. still hold true? Or are people depends. just I mean, nuts for newsstand nowadays? People are nuts for newsstand regardless of what people are just nuts for newsstand. It doesn't matter, you know. So, but to me, newsstand from like 1995 and up, especially after 2000, those are super hard to find. You know what I mean? Uh, But uh, since we're halfway through the show, boys and girls, let's uh, let me. uh, Allow us all to take a little break here and introduce you to our new sponsor, MySlabs.com. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. That's a great, well, that's a very well-made commercial, I do say so right? myself. So Man, uh, go check out MySlabs.com, 1% sellers, uh, 1% fee, and you just got to pay PayPal fees for those who are selling on eBay, like myself, and I'm getting pillaged. Damn you. Uh, I don't I don't even want to talk about, I mean, I won't tell you about yeah. the Shang-Chi 9.6 I sold, but I sold an Eternals 9.6 for like uh, 700, and I and I pocketed 600 after everything Ooh, was said and nice. done. Yeah, I mean, can I can't is that imagine eBay? What, is that crazy? Is, is that the total seventeen yeah. percent? So, like, so now eBay is they they take taxes <laughs> off the top of the bat, so you don't get the, the that tax bill at the end of the year. Hopefully, well, that's because nice, that's, that's the way I read it, right? That they're taking the taxes out, so I meant uh, right off the top of the bat. I think that's what they're doing because I didn't see those fees like that before, though. I you know I rarely sell on uh, eBay nowadays, but. Black Friday's coming soon, boys and girls. That means it's the fifth annual Lords of Longbox oh, Black Friday yeah. auction Ooh, and sale. So man, save up some of them. Ducats. We're gonna have a we've been saving up a bunch of stuff. All right. So Frag Rock, number one, the newsstand from 1985, $625 for 98. I'm telling you, man, all these <laughs> nostalgia books, if it's getting option for whatever, man, just pick it up. All right, next up is a is a famous issue. Uh this is famous. Most, some of you should have. I'm pretty right? sure a lot of you have this. I got this yeah. one. I had it. Next up, we've got Green Lantern issue number 85, originally published in 1971 from DC. Now, both Marvel and DC released some now famous anti-drug stories in the early 1970s. The funny thing is, the Comics Code Authority refused to approve the Marvel story in The Amazing Spider-Man issues 96 through 99 because they mentioned drugs. But this issue of Green Lantern has Speedy taking drugs with a syringe on the cover, and it got that big Comics Code Authority stamp of approval. Now, maybe someone was a big Green Lantern fan over at the CCA. Regardless, this week we saw a new record for Green Lantern issue number 85. This, the the first issue of the two-part drug story with a sale of, good lord, $2,160 for a CGC 9.8. This beat out the prior record of $1,976 from June of this year by 9% in just four months. 
The demand for high-grade Bronze Age books continues to remain strong, and that proved true for this minor key as well, especially when you consider that a year ago, this book was consistently selling for approximately 1100 bucks in 9.8. It's a good book. I sold mine to Otto a long time ago, 8.5. Yeah, so the interesting story about that is it wasn't DC that made the first drug book. It was Marvel Comics. And the interesting story about that was in that Spider-Man issue, they uh whoever the people anti-drug people said hey can you can you make a story about you know um you know say no to drugs so in the story spider-man saves a guy from uh jumping off a building because he was hopped up on something right and so the message was you know hey don't do drugs but then you know the comics code authority said you guys can't do that he goes and stan lee was like what are you talking about we we were telling him not to do drugs and the dangers of drugs so i meant uh it's funny it's uh if it's on that documentary um, that I always talk about about comic books on uh, on on uh, Amazon, and uh, so and then Neil Adams, in that very same video, he goes, "Wait, we can do a story about drugs." So he saw that Spider-Man issue, and he said, "I'm going to do my own." And then this one has gotten the probably the more um, infamy, I guess you could say, of it. Plus, it's on the cover, and plus those famous last words, "My ward is a junkie." How many of you have ever said that out loud? Uh, Come on, you know. Well, to then back it up with the next issue with a big ass syringe right front and center. So that was awesome. So 1971, you know, heroin was no joke back then. Oh boy, it's safer than it is today. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That hillbilly heroin to kill you, boy. Green Lantern issue 85. Hey. We're not saying that. Don't do drugs, boys and girls. Don't okay? do them. I'm saying it's unless not a, safe today. Don't do it at all. Yeah, unless it grows out. If of you're buying comic books, books, you ain't got no money for drugs. You're broke. Yeah. All right. So uh, Green Lantern issue number 85 from 1971. All right. From 1971 to 2021. There we go. Gun Oof. Honey, number one. This is Warren. And I was at Lou or Lau? Lou. Lou. Warren Lou. Lou. Uh, Warren Lou is one of our favorite modern artist and he's actually done some stuff for KRS, I believe, which is pretty cool. Uh, Lou's recent showcased a amazing range in his art style with a more animated look to ultra realistic. He has such deep attention to detail that his covers garner more of a study than a glance. While this cover has some, some would say minor distractions, it's no exception. <laughs> While many have focused on Adam Hughes' awesome cover for this issue, we feel that Lou's cover is even better. The market feels the same way as seen by this week's new high sale of 270 bones for a raw book. A raw. And this was available on uh, Warren Lou's uh, website. And uh, yeah, you might want to. Oh, Tivo. I bought it for See, 30 I, bucks. I was still studying that. That <laughs> Got it for 30 bucks off Warren Lou's website, but uh, they're sold out now, boys and girls. But, you know, uh, I've been, you know, sometimes I spec right, you know. <laughs> but you know, What were they selling uh, for on his website? $30, but they're sold 30 out 30 bucks. Wow. Yeah, so Quite was, the ROI right there, boy. So it was sold exclusively on his website. It may have been on some other retailers, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, they sell directly on the website. Like John Tyler Christopher also sells directly on his website. And sometimes they'll, they have partners that they'll give some to. But uh, initially it came out on uh, his, war, I think, the Art of Warren Lou website where he has his own store. So 
Uh, and obviously all this is coming because Gun Honey has already been uh, optioned. So I don't know if we're going to see this amount of uh, nakedness there where uh, uh, guns and wine are, are hiding the gems. But uh, it's a gorgeous cover. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know if I can tell the Warren Lou story about how and who helped him change his art style. But uh, we'll leave that for another day because it's a bit too personal. I have to ask, I'll have to ask that person uh, you know, who suggested that he change up his style a little bit and look what's Great happening. Tease. Great so Gun tease. Honey, issue number one, Warren Liu from Titan Comics, September 29th, 2021. Man, it, probably, it just recently shipped though because I got mine like uh, like a week ago or so, something like that. All right, we go from 2021 back to the future, or back to the past. Wow. wow. Dick picks. You guys ready for this one? Next up, we've got Meet the New Post-Gazette Sunday Funnies. Originally published in 1949 by the Pittsburgh Post. Now, this 16-page comic giveaway from Commercial Comics accompanied a March 1949 Pittsburgh Post-Gazette Sunday newspaper as an insert. It was specifically designed to introduce readers to the Sunday funnies that would debut in the paper the following Sunday. It featured well-known comics such as Superman, Dick Tracy, Brenda Starr, The Saint, among others, all in a single publication. Now, this rare book has only 16 universal copies on the CGC census, and the highest grade of which is a CGC 9.0. Now, a raw copy estimated in VF Plus condition from the then commercial comics president, Malcolm Adder Sr., just sold at an auction for $1,800 a price only eclipsed by the 2016 CGC 9.0 sale that went for 1849 Now, as part of a newspaper, many of these comics were likely burned, trashed, or otherwise destroyed, thus the rarity. Sounds like something you could, I don't know, maybe you'll find at a flea market or an antique yeah. shop, though. Good luck. Good luck. Man, I have, I've burned that, I have burned that image in my mind. Because if I, oh, man, right? Because you wouldn't know. You'd just go right past it. Yeah, because Dick Tracy started as a uh, as a uh, strip uh, in the newspaper, right? You know, where they used to have these <clears> weekly <throat> comic strips and, and everything. And eventually, you know, you know, long-form storytelling in the comic books. Because the strip was like, what? Got, what, five little panels, six little panels? But I remember as a kid when uh, when we got the Sunday paper, first thing I did. I went out and got the, the, they call it the funnies, right? I mean, that was a thing for, uh, I don't know uh, what you kids do nowadays, but we had uh, Sunday funnies that we would look at. And there Both was a cereal Spider- and the Sunday funnies. There was a Spider-Man one. I also remember there was the one, uh, something like a Black Knight one. Uh, obviously, you know, there was other ones that, you know, end up being like kids books and things. I mean, like that. Calvin and Hobbes. There's. Yeah, I mean, Far Side, there's Family Circus, there's all those, all those. Yeah, and a lot of them cross over into comic books, so uh, it's it's interesting. But this one, man, good good find, whoever got this one. Man, that's crazy, dude. I didn't even think this thing even is out there in the wild. Well, it's probably off eBay was or somewhere, but uh, 1801. This would be, got it, slab it. This is a piece of history right here, man. Hell yeah. Get a hold of that, right? All right, so let's go for uh, Meet the New Post Gazette Sunday Funnies the, from the Pittsburgh Post. And it was a giveaway from 1949. Imagine that, a giveaway from 1949. You know, kids Getting back then were just shoving comic books in their back pocket and just walking around. So uh, good luck. Uh, all right, what do we got up next? 
Here we have Super Holy Shamu cow. number one, Inuit Broadcasting Corporation back in 1987. And in 2018, Marvel introduced their first Inuit superhero, Snowguard. However, before Snowguard, there was Super Shamu, the first Inuit superhero. This flip book features 18 pages in English and the other side retold in Inuktitut. I don't know how to pronounce that word. I'm sorry. Um, the, the indigenous like, language the of, indigenous, the, of, the, of the Canadian Inuit. Inuit. Yeah. Uh, this is probably not a book on everyone's radar, but maybe it should be with this week's new high raw sale of 450 books. How cool is that? That's man? super cool, man. Yeah. I never I mean, even knew this existed. So Inuits are never indigenous. Uh, um, I, you don't want to call them Eskimos per se, but they're like indigenous peoples of Canada, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So like the Native Americans of, of of America, you know, they were the Inuits were, and they were also the some Inuit are. I guess you can consider Eskimos, but yeah, um, Captain Shamu, though. Good lord, man, whoever. 450 i don't even i have if you got this tag me on it on instagram and i'll send you something but i need proof of life i need to make sure you're in the picture with you know don't just today's you know, day on a newspaper exactly i need yeah. proof of life uh show today's newspaper with that picture and you holding like it uh, you know because uh, to get a newspaper if somebody's just take a screenshot you i got it yeah uh-huh all right uh, so from Super Shamu number one, Inuit Broadcasting Corporation, 1987. We go from that one to one. To, here's a chance for everybody to get on the board. Yeah, I think people are going to get on the board. Before we get to this, though, man, shout out to this fantastic chat that we have in the live show tonight. Folks, if you're having a good time, and I know you are, make sure you hit that thumbs up. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, think about subscribing to the channel and hitting that bell so you don't miss the next time we go live. All right. The final book on the list today, we've got Watchmen, number one, originally published in 1986 from DC Comics. And when you list the most influential comics of all time, this Alan Moore series is always on that list. Moore's on-point social commentary is even more topical in today's divided political line. With a successful feature film and two short-lived Emmy-winning HBO series, the content story for Watchmen is most likely not over. Well, even if it is, it's a book that every comic fan should have in their collection. However, while long undervalued, 9.8s are going to cost you. A CGC 9.8 hit an all-time high sale of $1,300. Amazing. And Joey the yeah. Stuntman's killing it with 5 out of 10. Woo. Good job, it's Joey. still relatively low, to be honest with you. I meant um, the Watchmen HBO series obviously was not quite you know, it was a, a different story told, but fantastic regardless. It was a great, great show. But, you know, you know, the whole Doomsday Watch thing. I mean, the Zack Snyder Watchmen movie was literally a adaptation of this, like panel for panel, like the same story. You know what I mean? And that's when I think Zack Snyder's at his best when he did Watchmen and he did 300. Right. He was just basically taking stories from the comic books and putting them on the screen. And, and, and that's what you got. I mean. It was a little weird when you read this. It's a, I will say this. 
it is a very wordy comic, right? Um, tons and tons of dialogue, but it's Alan Moore. What else do you expect, right? I meant, you know, the great Alan Moore who hates his own uh, products, his own uh, creations being ever developed into anything. <laughs> so um, that's it, boys and girls. Last one is Watchmen number one, but let don't go away just yet. We're going to see what's shaken today, shaken. boys yeah, and ghouls. Goys and ghouls. All right, I should uh, have this down by now. It normally, it used to take me like ten minutes, but you know, I got it down a little bit. Boom! There, there we go. go. Man. Bam! All right. So this is the uh, top ten as we did on Tuesday. Profit making some noise. Real quick, uh, so I, I wanted to mention for the price of, I know you mentioned the McRib, but I think there's competition for that slogan, isn't there? Oh I yeah. I feel like people are reaching out and 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 saying, "Hey, for the price of this sandwich over here." So Arby's, I was like, yo, man, Arby's reached to... out to, and said, hey, I, wait a minute. I gave a review and I gave it a, I gave, a, what was it? I think I gave Venom 2, two and a half McRibs out of five or, or one of those. And then uh, Arby's tweeted at me, hey, we also have a pork sandwich. I was like, whoa, now let's Uh-oh, start hold up, this. Hold up, go back up real quick. Um, reading the tea leaves, it looks like maybe the market might be going for Marvel Premiere number one. As yeah. the book, look how many books it sold this week. Twenty-five sold. Yeah, yeah. So that those these are the movers. So this is the most units sold. Um, that's another show for another time. Maybe we'll do. But right now we're talking about the Shakers list, boys and girls, and these are the biggest sales of the week. And uh, we got a four point oh amazing fantasy sixty grand. Boom. Hot googly moogly. Uh, Three top moogly. six, Tivo. Well done. Well, you know, what can I say? Uh, Moon Knight. Oh, wow. Look at this. Werewolf by Night, number 32. Moon Knight Madness is gone truly crazy with the uh, expectation of oh, the my trailer goodness. dropping. Uh, 9.4 sold for $11,613. How apropos on October 13th, and it ends in 6013 But, uh, yeah, uh, if, if I, from what I've been hearing, that trailer is going to break the internet. Uh, so make sure wow. you check out Disney Day, which is going to come up in uh, November. Uh, DC Fandom actually is this weekend. So hopefully DC Fandom drops. And just what Ryan was saying, here is the more expensive of the uh, early um, Warlock books. Uh, this is the first appearance of him. And before then, the FF issue was just a cocoon of him. Uh, this is the first full appearance of him. Uh, seven point five, so a uh, 5.5, 4, 7, 75. 5. 5. Look at that! Look at the highest value though. The highest ever sold was back in two thousand eighteen for twenty three thousand. So uh, maybe, like I said, people been specking on this like it's been bound to happen. You know what I mean? Um, this is fun since it's a. Uh, what do we got here? Tales to Astonish. I found the ninth <laughs> wonder of the world, and it's and a it's giant like a turtle. turtle. Thing, a turtle platypus, a, tur- a turtle yeah. puss. The first issue oh, of wow. to Astonish from 1959. Yeah, there you go, number one. Yep, so for 5.0. 5.0. So I always feel like in that silver age, getting anywhere in that four to five is where you know everything I get is. It's all four to five, four to five. Definitely, yeah. Oh, here's another Warlock book. So, um, this is The Mighty Thor, issue 166. Features, you know, uh, Thor battles, uh, him. Or, you know, he wasn't quite Warlock yet. Uh, wow, 9.8. So for $2,177. I have that one, too. I need to add this to my seat. I, 
Um, I'll do it right now. I think I have a, <laughs> I have a raw copy, but this is how this is how you do it, boys and girls. Uh, it's raw. It's not near mint. I would say mine is right around a VF minus. Add it, and now it's in my collection. Good okay. job. So easy. Simple as that. See that? Price you of get, a McRib. You got tutorials right there. Price of a McRib. Um, hey, can't be Halloween without some horror comics. Tomb of Dracula, number 10, the first appearance of Blade. <laughs> I love the Blade's look in that book. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's so good. It's some so of the early issues, it's just got this crazy costume, man. It's just him and his like uh, three-quarter trench coats. Uh, a three Does point that say oh. three point oh. Oh yeah, a three point what it, oh. If you've been sleeping on Blade, then you know you've been that. As yeah, soon as he was announced on, as soon as he wow. was announced at you know at uh, San Diego Comic Con, you should have got it when Mahershala Ali was announced. That it's been out of the stratosphere ever since. Um, Check out the, another yeah. one. I see another Warlock one. book, Strange Tales number one seventy eight. First appearance of Magus, which is Ma or Magus, which is the kind of evil persona of of Warlock, the exact kind of the uh, the exact opposite of him. Uh, Fifty five dollars for a raw comic. So uh, this entire series is great, man. I think it starts in. Uh, let me look pull this up. It uh, starts in one seventy eight, and then it goes one seventy nine, which is the first appearance of Pit Patrol, and then one eighty, which is the first appearance of Gamora, and then it finishes off the run in uh, 181 and then it starts with dr strange after that so there you go man that that little four issue run i think that is every collector should get i think it's going to blow up there's a lot of really trippy cosmic stories with uh pip and troll and gamora and all those other fellas and gals there you go boom come on show some batman give him give him some love Ooh, on that yeah batman. oh yeah no give me this Vault I, this is horror number 14 50s for Look at that. That is gnarly. $870 for a 6.5. Man, I'm telling you. Was, every week we got some uh the EC horror pre-code horror books on Love here. it. Love it. Especially for Halloween uh, comic covers. Make sure you, you know. And then uh, we can't have the list also without a romance book. <laughs> Looks very romantic. Uh, true life oh, yeah, stories. Uh, right uh, I want you to know where you got this necklace. Martha, I'm just kidding. I added that part, but um, <laughs> True Life Secrets issue number 25 from Charlton Comics in 1955, 822 for a raw comic. Good Crazy Lord. man. Is there something missing I don't know about? But anyway, yeah, those I'm telling you, those. Oh, those what's up with that Batman? 100 men. I want to see the men yeah. comic book. Bat, <laughs> Batman 100th anniversary issue. Oh yeah, uh, reprints. But that's 3.0. 800 bucks for reprints. That's crazy. That's crazy. 800 that bucks for six reprints. Yeah. That's crazy wow. for 1950s. I mean, important reprints, on, but still yeah. reprints. They're already on 100 issues already in 1956. That is crazy. Just shows how long uh, they've been going around. Um, here's usual suspects, but I want to look at this one. Young man. Human Torch returns in the young men. Look, this he's is, back. This, this is Atlas Comics right before From Marvel the bought them. And this is seven ninety five for two point oh. Yeah, this is the Android. Uh, the Android. I think his name robot. was Hammond, uh, if I correct. But if you look on the bottom, this is Captain America and Bucky and Submariner are also in this issue. So that's uh, some good uh, Golden Age. Good stuff. Goodness, right there. Black um, Hood, the top notch. There we go. 
We always talk about Foom on here. It's a cool cover. I feel like Foom I need to be wearing. Um, uh, Didn't we talk about this? This so this is a preview of the new X Men team. So it predates Giant Size X Men number one. I, I don't know if like Otto had it or somebody had it, but they were talking about this 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 Foom book. It's basically, you know, nowadays everybody's all big on previews. Well, back in 1975, it actually had a little preview of the uh, giant size X-Men before they appeared. Remember, prior to that, the X-Men couldn't sell. They were all in reprints up to issue 7 or 93. And then you had giant size X-Men number one come out, then X-Men 94 come out. So uh, speak of the devil, hey, look at that. X-Men 94 is right there. Uh, 600 for 4.0. That's Ooh, interesting. Let's look at this nice. Bane book. Everybody had this in their collection way back in the 90s, right? Batman Vengeance of Bane. First appearance of Bane. $610 for a 9.9. Wow, wow. that's it? impressive. That's impressive. Wow. I got a raw <sighs> uh, 9.8 potential. Yeah. Go down. Look at that Dune book. Uh, that's The movie's coming out, Ooh, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's Even though this is one. based on the original movie. not This the, would yeah. be the first comic adaptation of yeah, a movie. I've been telling you guys, people, if it's a movie how much, coming how out, much? people Slide down, show me the price. 9.8 is for Lord. I've been telling you guys, go out and get them. Uh, I want to look at this one here because uh, we've been specking this for a while. This is the first appearance of Clea or, uh, and Dorma move. Dorma why didn't they add uh, Clea on here? What's going on? But Strange Tales 126, 575. Look at that. Good to get, get some love. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, the Secret Wars book is blowing up. Uh, this Young Avengers book is just going up and up and up. Number one, Wizard World. This is the sketch variant that I have. I have a 9.8 signed by uh, um, Jim Chung. The first 550 for a raw comic. Um, here's the 9.5 that Ryan has, and then there's a director's cut, and then there's uh, some other goodies, 2008 and 25. I still think this is an undervalued book. Uh, even wow. at its price, but you know, what do I know? Good to see some Shang Chi on here, right? Shang, Special, Shang, man, Shang, Shang, what's wrong Special with you? Special Marvel man. Edition number fifteen, five hundred bucks for a six point five. Prices have actually settled down a bit recently, uh, but you absolutely know, coming down. It's actually a good time to buy because if the uh, there's definitely going to be a sequel. So you always mean your buy name is Shang, and you changed yeah. it to Sean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, here's Nintendo Power. What? Get yeah, out of here with that. on here all the time. So this is a first J. Scott Campbell published amateur art. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like he DC did he like submit something and they publish it? But oh, well, I just you learn something every day. This is J. Scott Campbell published amateur art. Uh, for Nintendo Power issue number six. Wow! So if you're a J. Scott Campbell fan, go out. Oh, and you know what? This. Some of those magazines. Remember, they used to have they'd have those people send in like draw a picture exactly. of Mario or some shit. Yeah, yeah. maybe it, maybe it was something it. like that. Yeah, Saga's um, gonna go crazy with that announcement. Yeah, yeah, Saga's starting up again. Uh, with this, this is a great organic book that um, it's. It hasn't been made into a movie. Uh, from uh, what I understand, they don't want it developed into a movie. When they, they there was an interview with Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Sta- Staples where they said, "Look, uh, the only way we would do it if Wes Anderson directed it or something like that. Why something weird and quirky, and they know he wouldn't do it, and that's the only reason why." Um, this is really weird because this 
This is the first appearance of Thomas Shepard as a baby, later becomes Speed. First appearance of Billy Kaplan as baby, later becomes Wiccan. Man, we are reaching deep oh, now. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Now they're going all the way back to them as babies for their first appearance? Yes, because we know Speed <sighs> and Wiccan are coming. So, Because uh, I could have swore I just saw the first appearance of that on the on the young, on the um, the book you were just talking about, the yeah. Young Avengers. Is that what it was? That's them as Speed and Wiccan. This is them as babies, which is, you know, it's one of those things. Remember, well, we shouldn't be surprised. Remember when people were specking on, was it uh, NYX or somebody? Tube? Was it test tube? X-23 <laughs> on the test tube? Stupid. Julia, first appearance. It's a test tube baby. Um, ooh, look at this one. Ah, Marvel Tales. Uh, look at that cover. Damn, I need dope. to buy this just for Halloween comic covers. Man. Yes, I know, right? And this was actually when they were Marvel. So this is uh, uh, 1949. So this may have been one of the earlier Marvel comics. Um, obviously, Marvel Tales, right? Duh. But um, $300 for a rock comic. But look at that, man. That's I want cool. to see some of the other covers on here and see what we're looking at. Look at these weird Oh, things, look at man. that thing. Marvel Tales. Marvel Tales. Look at that. So looks like it's, it started at Mar at issue number 93. There's nothing earlier than that. That's interesting. So it must have been called something else. And then you see how they change a the title like they did with Strange Tales and then eventually became Doctor Strange and things of that nature. So um, more Warlock on here. Let's get a little uh, modern. Let's see this bad boy. What is that? Solo. Avengers Solo, issue number three, The Black Widow movie variant it graded 9.6 for 281 mm, yeah, well, you can see it on disney plus now you don't have to pay for the disney access fee so uh go peep out you know you know it's not a terrible movie i mean if it, and if you already have disney plus go watch it it's superhero fun it's goofiness and a good time to be had by all um you know i see people like hate everything and you know want to criticize everything i was like look for all you complaining about there's too many comic book films and blah, 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 hey man you didn't grow up like we did in the 80s and 90s, okay? Well, we didn't have shit. It's better to have a sh mediocre movie or show than not have anything at all, okay? That's all I'm saying. Yep. What, what do you want What do you want to watch? CSI Miami? Come on. You know. <laughs> uh, New Orleans. Yeah, That's or whatever. CSI, <laughs> CSI Des Moines. I mean, shit, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> um, here you go. Damn, I'm telling you, Warlock is all over this list. Yeah, uh, man. All three of uh, the three issues. Yeah. The three big issues were on there. For sure. Yeah. It's moving. First appearance of Adam Warlock. So here you go. Uh, 274 for a raw comic. 5,500 for a 9.8. And that was in 2018. What do I have? I forgot what my grade. I think mine's a 9.2. Um, Yeah, mine's a 9.2. So that's not bad. Uh, Fair macro value, 1,500. So that's not bad. I also have a Marvel period number two. Let me add that to my list. Um, I'll do that later, boys and girls. It's on your list. list. It's already there. That's your list. Wrong. No, no, no. This is the entire Marvel premier, uh, premier run. Oh, uh, see. see what I mean? But it so, said uh, remove comic. It was on your it, list. Oh, it does? Where? Go down right there. Oh, I do have it on there, yeah. Because yeah. I also have this entire Marvel premier Doctor Strange run. I also have this. Uh, I also have the entire pre Marvel premiere Iron Fist run. Um, I I am working on an entire Marvel premiere run. Yeah. Um, I have. I need a lot of like the 30s and 40s, but I've yeah. got a lot of the early ones. So I have one through uh, 25 for sure. 
Uh, but let's if you look at some of the we'll look at the full series. There's some goofy ones. Oh, here you go. Now I can see all the ones that I own. Well, there's a lot boom, of great boom, boom. appearances, first appearances right. too. I mean, Ant Man and I add this uh, to my list Warlock well. and yeah. uh, Iron Fist or Iron Fist is a first appearance in this series. Look at that. So here you go, Marvel premiere. And you got Hercules, Satana. This one I just post. Uh, this is a big key nowadays. Too, I just got that the, back from CGC. Legion of the Monsters, Liberty Legion, uh, The Mark of Cain, Moon Starstalker. Who had that? And of course, the Man Brute Wood God. If you got <laughs> a long time ago, I had um, Word Burglar on our show, and this book is actually like he Kirby. references it in his, in his comic um, that it's a Wood God, which is crazy. 3D Man. Uh, you can tell if they were popular, they went for a couple of issues. 3D Man got two. Two of them. I got this torpedo. That weird one world. I got that weird world. That's a cool one. The only reason I got this Marvel Premier torpedo one is because it has a, a um, Mark Jewelers insert. Uh, I also have this one. This is don't sleep on this guys. Don't sleep on this Marvel Premier with the Man Wolf. This is kind of the first appearance of Man Wolf as this kind of uh, space de- space being, as opposed to the Man Wolf that's in Spider Man. I do believe this is the first time we kind of see him uh, speaking and kind of you know this warrior from outer space uh, version of him. But uh, I don't want to bore you guys anymore. That was fun though, right? That's yeah, man, the get the, so that's what you get when uh, if you got full blown subscription. I guarantee you, man, you go down a rabbit hole and you're just there for hours and hours at a time, man. But uh, every day, and it updates every day. It's a daily and list. It updates every day. All right. Any last words, Dark Side Jedi? As always, thank you for joining us on this wonderful Thursday. I hope to see you again. Thank you. And uh, JB, any last words? Yeah, you know, I do have some last words. You know, I'm going to hit you with the graphics. Come on, folks. If you have not already, hit that thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and make sure you hit the bell so you don't miss the next time this channel goes live. Also, coming back, Monday morning, people have asked for it. Nerd News Today. Every morning, going to give you a little breakdown of what's going on in the world. It'll also be dropped as a podcast for your listening pleasure. So look forward to it. Beautiful. Uh, for those who want to know the score, the Dodgers score, it's in the third inning. It's 0-0, so I'm not spoiling anything. So uh, it's there only the go. third inning. They're tied you. up. They're tied up. Hold my breath there for a second. It's been an hour, and it's only been three innings. <laughs> you can now leave and go watch the Dodgers and Giants game. I'm an A's fan, so I don't care. But rest in peace, Ray Fossey. We just lost a great one. Uh, mm. uh, A's color commentator, a longtime staple of the Oakland A's. I will be back on Sunday, boys and girls with the um, next list of our Disney Plus shows that are being part two with Mikey Sutton. So make sure you tune in with a pen and pad or whatever, or eBay window open. It's a list of shows that are being developed for Disney Plus. I may or may not be uh, introduced at Disney Plus Day. There's some uh, obvious choices on there and some surprises. We're going to drop it this Sunday. And the following Sunday, Mikey's already told me he's got a list of X-Men that are properties that are in development. So to make sure you tune in. We had 250 last Sunday. So this Sunday at 5 p.m., boys and girls, after football, right before Sunday Night Football, come and hang out with us. We'll have a good time. We'll try to answer some of your questions in the live chat. But uh, until next time, boys and girls, for uh, JB, Dark Side Jedi, this is TiVo. Keep digging in them long boxes and peace out. Peace. Now let's do this. Rewind, select, and come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Jump, 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 jump.
are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is